Hello, and welcome to Getting More Done with Evernote, Episode 6. In this episode, finding content in books not in Evernote, the power of an index note, integrating Evernote with your favorite task management app, and instructions on using local notebooks. I'm your host, Ray Sidney Smith, Evernote user since 2009, Evernote certified consultant, and Evernote regional leader for North America. As you can imagine, I love Evernote. And with getting more done with Evernote, I hope to help everyone love Evernote, or at least enjoy digital note-taking a little more with each episode. Let's get started. So first up, I wanted to talk about an article that I came across on makeuseof.com. It was called How to Search Your Entire Book Collection with This Evernote System. And so this particular author walks us through how he uses what are basically index notes. And so I wanted to actually dive into how I use index notes. And you can go to the link in the show notes to see the example of how this particular person implements them. But I think my method here is probably a little bit simpler. So an index note, in essence, is nothing more than you tracking where other content lives. A table of contents tells you where big chunks of data might live, whereas an index gives you a set of keywords to look for that then is referenced in potentially multiple places throughout a larger piece of material. And so index notes are you creating another layer, an ontological layer, that gives you the ability to find things faster. And in this particular case, uh, you can do that with media that is not in Evernote. And the way that you can do that, whether it's physical or digital media, is by creating an index note. So here's how it works. I have books in my Amazon Kindle account. I have audiobooks in Audible and in Google Play Books, which has audiobooks and ebooks. And I also have physical books, and I have those physical books in separate libraries, one of my work one of my home. What I want to be able to do is to be able to find the content in those books, even though I may not have access to those. And I want to search for all of that inside of Evernote, where I have my personal knowledge management system. So by using an index note, I'm capable of doing that. So every book that I own or that I read, say that I get a book out of the library or a friend loans me a book or I purchase a book on on the Kindle, I create a new note that then has everything about that book inside of it, including my index. Now, I just choose to use the index that is usually created by the author or, or by the publisher. So for ease of example, I'm just going to use an example of a physical book and an Amazon Kindle ebook. And so on the physical book side, what I would typically do is I would create the book note that is a a note representing the book and inside that is where i would keep both the table of contents and the index so in a physical book that's pretty easy i would just open up the evernote app on my mobile device and uh, trigger the the camera inside of that note so to be able to capture images and then i would just capture the table of contents so i capture if it's two or three pages of the table of contents i go ahead and capture the table of contents into the note So that's one side of it. Then the other side of it is that then I flip back to the end of the book once I am done reading the book, and then I look at the index for specific keywords that I know that I will want to find in the future. So then I go to the index and I just, again, snap the pages out of the index that are of importance to me. Now, if I own the book, I would probably uh, underline in pencil the various words in the index that are important to me as I'm reading. And so therefore, once I go to the index at the end of reading the book, it's very easy to identify which pages I want to capture because those are the pages that I have underlined words. 
on the Amazon Kindle side, I would, in essence, just highlight and copy the table of contents directly within the Kindle. Kindle allows you to highlight text. And since that text is then synchronized back to my Amazon Kindle account, I can go to Kindle on the web and see that highlighted text. And then just either sometimes I screen capture, sometimes I just highlight, copy and paste, but you're able to then copy and paste that text. So I can go to read.amazon.com and I can see all of my annotations for that particular Kindle book. Now, once I've done that, I can then source things out of it. Now, I use a tool called Clippings. I've got a link to that in the show notes. And so clippings.io. And, and so you're able to then use clippings to then synchronize your highlights and annotations from your Amazon Kindle over to Evernote. And so what I do then is I get those clippings from Evernote, and then I copy and paste them into my book note. So now I have the table of contents and my index of notes. So now I have exactly the information I need for all of the key terms that I have highlighted throughout the note. So both for physical media and for digital media, I'm able to pull those into Evernote and have ready access to them as I'm searching. Now, again, with the images that I have scanned through the Evernote app are, of course, OCR, meaning that they have been scanned for text. So now they are searchable in Evernote, which is just fantastic because I didn't have to type all of that stuff out. And and it's pretty accurate. I haven't really had a problem with since it's typed text and the index is pretty good at being able to scan those pages for text. I very rarely have a problem with finding the content in one of those pages. My suggestion for overcoming that is that once you do find the book, just go ahead into the note and type that word or words into the body of the note and identify the page that you're looking for so that it's now in the note for future reference. I also happen to tag my notes based on which type of media those books are in in my library. So I will make note of the fact that a book was, say, borrowed from the library uh, so that I know that I don't own the book. And or if it is in my library, then I actually identify which library. So work library, home library, and then what type of media. With audiobooks, it ends up being a little bit more difficult because what I have to do is find a copy of the table of contents. I usually go to Amazon and just screen capture the table of contents if it's available. And then as I'm listening to an audiobook, I will take timestamps for key terms as I'm listening. Now that makes it a little bit more difficult for me because usually when I'm listening to an audiobook, it's because I'm driving or I'm traveling and so therefore I'm moving. So my audiobook listening notes tend to be poorer than the ones that I have read on a digital device or on in a physical book or periodical. But if you listen to your audiobooks stationary, say in your home or office, it's much easier to just go ahead and capture into Evernote the terms, the key phrases that you're hearing, along with a general timestamp so that you can jump back to that point in the audiobook for later reference. Next up, I have with me to talk about Getting Your Task List Talking to Evernote, Dr. Frank Buck. Frank is an Evernote certified consultant, and he's the author of Get Organized, Time Management for School Leaders, and a regular speaker on time management. Welcome to Getting More Done with Evernote, Frank. Ray, it's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. For those listening, Frank, they may not know this, but you and I co-host and discuss personal productivity books on Productivity Book Group, uh, which is another podcast, and so folks can check that out. But what else don't people know about you that you would like them to know? 
being a productivity speaker, writer, and coach is really now a second career for me. Um, I was a band director turned school administrator. But the thing that the common thread that has run through all of it is life got a whole lot easier for me way back when I was a high school senior, when I developed a system to help me manage my day, you know, when I was uh, up against scholarship deadlines and figuring out where I was going to go to school the next year. And all of the things that go with senior year in high school, I realized I need something more than I hope I think about things at the right time. So I was lucky enough that I hit the brick wall as a high school senior and have had a system for now a very long time. That system is changing some ways. Um, the tools have definitely changed. Some of the principles have remained universal. So uh, during my career as a band director and then a, a principal, the thing that everybody always pointed to was he's so organized. He makes things look so easy. And it's that they are easy when you have a system. And that's what brings me to the kinds of things that I do on a daily basis with helping other people find an easier way to work and play. And so that brings us to notes, note-taking, and Evernote. When when you and I frequently talk about things, we, we talk about them from the perspective of having to capture reference items and reference information. I talk about them as knowledge units. But what do you, what do you think about in terms of capturing notes in different contexts and what the real fundamental problem is there? Well, the problem is, number one, finding what, finding what you wrote, finding the meeting notes that you took. Uh, so Evernote makes that a lot easier for us because the search capabilities are so incredible. So if you know when the meeting happened, roughly, it's easy to find. If you remember a particular person who was in the meeting who's not in many other meetings, searching for their name will probably pull that up for you. But then apart from finding a note when you're looking for that note is having things appear at the right time so that if there was something that happened in that meeting and some little thing that I put in that meeting note that two weeks from Thursday I need to act on, that two weeks from Thursday that automatically comes back to me without me having to keep that in my head and hoping I remember it at the right time. So let's let's talk about to-dos and how to get Evernote talking to your task list. And I know that you have a very uh, specialized and specific way of doing that seamlessly. Tell me a little bit about where tasks show up in Evernote and how you get them into your task manager of choice. Let's take a very practical example. Let's say that you're in a meeting and you're choosing to take meeting notes Digitally. Well, first of all, Evernote's the best place to do that. Just create a new note, title it appropriately, and take your, you know, start taking your notes. Now, invariably during that meeting, either there are going to be tasks assigned to you, or you're going to think of things that you need to do as a result of what's happening during this meeting, uh, and or things that need to go on your calendar as a result of what's being discussed. Now, the most efficient and the easiest thing to do, and I'm all about easy, is put that right there in in the meeting notes, because as soon as you start trying to have your Evernote open and your task list open and your calendar open and juggle the three, things are going to fall through the cracks. You're going to put things down in the wrong place. Things are going to be incomplete and it's just a mess. Make things easy by putting everything in that note. And then furthermore, to make things easier, 
anything that you realize you're putting down that is not just a piece of reference information, but it's a to-do or it's something that needs to go on your calendar, precede it with a little checkbox. Now, I would have told you the same thing 25 years ago when I was doing this with a paper planner. Put a little notation to let the, to make those to-dos and those calendar events stand out. Now, what's going to keep things from falling through the cracks is this. Later in the day, whether it's that paper planner or whether it's Evernote, you had to go back and look at the notes with an eye for where are the to-dos, where are the events, and then open your calendar, open your digital task list, highlight, copy, and paste from Evernote into those other two items. And if you really wanted to be uptown, you know how Evernote has a link. Every note has its own unique link. Right-click, copy that internal link, and paste it in there with that task or with that calendar event. Now, that's a lot. Task Clone does that for you. So let's wind things back. We're in the meeting. I'm taking notes. Uh, I put down a to-do. I put a checkbox in front of it. All I have to do is tag that note task clone. Evernote syncs. And now over on my digital task list is that thing that I had put the checkbox in front of. And in the little notes section of that task, is a link back to the original set of notes. So first of all, the to-do is where it needs to be. It's on my to-do list. I can also append to that to-do. For instance, if it's uh, that I need to call Ray on uh, September the 15th. So checkbox, call Ray, carrot, nine slash 15, and then just tag the note, task clone. And now over on my digital task list, When September 15th rolls around, I'm going to be looking at a task that says Call Ray. And when I'm going, what's that all about? I look in the little notes section of that task. There's a link I click on. Now I'm right back at the notes that I took months before seeing the entire context of that meeting. It makes life so much easier. And I can do the same thing with things that go on my calendar. Put a little checkbox in front of it, followed by the letters S-C-H colon, and that triggers Task Clone to know that that's something that goes on my Google Calendar rather than my digital task list. And I can even write things that uh, something like, uh, you know, checkbox S-C-H colon, uh, meeting with Ray 9 slash 15 at 11 a.m. at 123 Main Street. And now over on my Google Calendar on the appropriate day, there's the meeting. It's scheduled for the appropriate time. And in the field for the location, there's that address so that Google Maps is going to take me to exactly the right place. And uh, it's, it, it is, it's too easy not to do something like that. There's a 14-day free trial, and it comes with all the features in what they call the Max Plan. There's a basic plus premium and max, so very similar to Evernote in the sense of having an Evernote basic and an Evernote premium plan level. And then Task Clone Basic, it says it has the ability to create tasks in an Evernote master task list from to-dos in any note. The free plan, and it basically says, creates tasks in an Evernote master task list from to-dos in any note. So basically what it does is it scans all of your notes, looks for tasks, and then merges them into one uh, note in Evernote. And then and then the plus premium and max, those actually support external apps like Remember the Milk and otherwise. And so the plus gives you 
uh, unlimited to-dos uh, to one app. Um, Premium gives you to-dos and note titles to up to five task apps, and then also events and reminders, as you were discussing, to calendars. And then Max gives you everything in the premium plan, and then up to 10 task apps plus Evernote business support. And so that ranges from uh, $15 per year up to $25 per year. So 15, 20, 25 for plus premium and max. So very affordable and it's great uh, tool. And I will likely have the owner of the of the of Task Clone uh, Troy Christmas on getting more done with Evernote at some point to talk about this. Uh, but the idea here is that you're tagging things as Task Clone, and you are then able to synchronize those things uh, directly with your task management app. So it's integrating Evernote with task managers that may not have a direct integration with Evernote. Task Clone also works with OneNote, I should make mention of. And so it does do this with, with OneNote. And that's really fantastic. So Task Clone does provide a list of all of the apps that it supports. And there's a little handy supported task apps pop up search. Yes. And it's about 40 of them. Yeah, it, it's about 40. So any of your major digital task lists are going to be included. Well, Frank, I think you've convinced me. I think I need to give Task Clone uh, a second uh, pass. I mean, I have I use Remember the Milk and uh, have always used its its native integration. But it seems to me like Task Clone could potentially add some additional features that would be really beneficial to me. So you've convinced me. You'll love it. <laughs> you will love it. <laughs> Thanks for joining me here on Getting More Done with Evernote, Frank. Right. It's a pleasure. That was Dr. Frank Buck, Evernote Certified Consultant and the author of Get Organized, Time Management for School Leaders and a regular speaker on time management. And again, thank you to Frank Buck for joining me here on the podcast. Last up in today's episode, I wanted to talk about local notebooks. As Evernote defines them in Evernote Help and Learning, local notebooks are notebooks that are not synced or synchronized to Evernote and only exist on the computer where they are created. Therefore, you can only create local notebooks on Evernote for Mac and Evernote for Windows. So in that environment, you are able to create these new notebooks and they are only stored there on the computer and they are not synchronized to your Evernote account, meaning if you go to Evernote Web, or on your mobile, they will not be available there. Now, there's some really great advantages to that. It's not on the internet, so it's not on the web, and so therefore there's no chance of someone accessing those notes now. That does not mean that they're safe, though, because they are still subject to if your computer crashes, if your computer has some kind of malware on it, and someone can then access your Evernote notes there on the local system. So I just always say, uh, make sure that you have one backups. If you have any text in the notes that you would like to be more secure, make sure that you use the encryption technology that's built into Evernote. So just thought you would be interested in knowing a little bit how local notes uh, work. Um, also, just as a word of warning, you are not notified in any way, shape or form by Evernote when you move a note that's in a local notebook to a synchronized notebook. So you need to just pay attention that you don't accidentally move a note from one notebook that is local to a synchronized notebook that would then put it in the cloud. And that brings us to the end of this episode. To learn more and follow me, please visit gettingmoredonewithevernote.com. I'm Ray Sidney Smith, Evernote Certified Consultant for Getting More Done with Evernote. Here's to your productive life.